and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. Let's kick off this week's show with a new release by Marsh. It's a lovely little slice of pop and just the ticket to get us started. This is called All Night Long.
Lovely stuff. That was Marsh and All Night Long. So I've been continuing my review of last year's releases and I've got pretty much halfway through the year. One of the albums I revisited this week was Richard H. Kirk's album Loop Static, which was originally released in 2000. It is an amazing listen, not least when you bear in mind that this was all put together using hardware, which would be a rarity these days. People mostly work on digital workstations like Ableton. I seem to remember that when I bought this album, I resolved to go and investigate more of Richard H. Kirk's back catalogue, which I have signally failed to do. So maybe I'll make that a belated New Year's resolution. For now, though, this is called All in Vain.
Richard H. Kirk and All in Vain from the album Loop Static. Now, despite how it might seem, I don't listen solely to electronic music. And this week I revisited Elbow's album from 2003 entitled Cast of Thousands. And it reminded me what an interesting band they are. I mean, they are great musicians and they've written some amazing songs, I know. But what always bemuses me is how they can switch between a kind of very middle of the road sound and then also make these incredibly left-field compositions, although without ever losing that deft pop touch that they have. I think this song is a great example. It's called Snook's Progress Report. Stuff was started, things had ended. These are good friends, these are mine 
Elbow and Snook's progress report from their album Cast of Thousands. And next up, another track from an album that I bought last year, which is Secret Radio by Autumna. And I do find the genre of drone music to be very similar to ambient in as much as it can be very hard to tell what makes for a good track, certainly on first listen. If I'm beginning to think that the only reliable metric is how often you might return to a piece of music. So, for example, the album Plight and Premonition by David Sylvian and Holger Zuke is pretty unprepossessing on its first listen, I'd say, and yet I must have listened to that album a dozen times a year for the last 35 years. Um, but back to Autumna, I do find myself returning to this album, which, as I say, is called Secret Radio. It's hard to say why, but <laughs> it just works for me. This track is representative and it's called Swarm.
Autumna and Swarm from the album Secret Radio. So a few years ago, Electronic Sound magazine, uh, a publication that I would heartily recommend to you, they released an album of covers, um, which was just really good, actually, and in places, absolutely excellent. And on the show, I've previously played Paul Hartnell's amazing cover of Kraftwerk's Numbers, uh, a feat that I didn't think could be achieved, and also I Speak Machines cover of Ultravox's My Sex. This next track comes from the same album. It's a cover of a track called Heartbeat by my old love's Wire, and this is performed by Gazelle Twin.
Gazelle Twin performing Wire's Heartbeat. I am looking forward to hearing some new material by her. It's been a while. Anyway, earlier this week, I was happy to catch up with my good friend Simon of Not Quite Light fame, who is moving from photography into filmmaking and music. And he and I were discussing the various roles that can go into recording a piece of music. So you've got the musician or band, of course. Then traditionally, there'd have been a studio engineer, a producer, somebody did the mixing and someone who did the mastering as well. But like over the last 40 years, I reckon those roles have become increasingly blurred to the point where some electronic artists might do literally all of those activities for themselves. And I think there's a danger of losing something important in that process. And I can illustrate that perhaps with Peter Gabriel's plans for this year as he makes monthly releases of tracks from his forthcoming album, I.O. Uh, he has two separate mixers working on every track. So each song he's releasing comes out with what he's calling the bright side mix by one of the mixers and the dark side mix by the other. Now, I played the bright side mix of the first single from I.O. a couple of weeks ago on the show. So now here is the dark side mix of the same song. You can play Spot the Difference. This is called Panopticon.
Panopticon by Peter Gabriel from his forthcoming album, I.O., and that was the Dark Side mix. Now, one of the interesting things about cover versions is that you can get some insight into the songs and artists that have influenced someone. So, for example, I was unsurprised to find that Gazelle Twin had covered a Wire song. I would think that would be right up her street. Equally, it's no great shock to discover that Blamange's Neil Arthur grew up enjoying the music of Cannes. This is his version of their track, I Want More.
Neil Arthur, or should I say Blamange's version of Cannes' I Want More. And just a couple of tracks left for this evening's show, and the first of those is by Archive, a band who, as far as I know, have never had a particularly huge profile, but since 1996 have been quietly releasing a dozen studio albums, the most recent being last year's Call to Arms and Angels. And at the time, I think I played the epic Daytime Coma from that album on the show, but I was surprised to see going back that I've not played anything else from it. So I'm going to address that right now with this track, which is called Head Heavy.
They really are masters of the slow build. That's Archive and Head Heavy, Head Heavy, sorry, from their album Call to Arms and Angels, which came out last year. So tomorrow morning, Blue Dot Festival releases its list of artists who'll be playing at this year's event. And until now, I haven't missed a single Blue Dot, and I did enjoy it last year, but I came away feeling a little bit fleeced at everything seemed overpriced and as a result this year I'm actually going to wait and see who's playing before buying tickets. Um, but enough of that grumbling, uh, let's look back at last year's festival, the musical highlights. And one of the high points for me was watching Hannah Peel and Para Orchestra playing their album The Unfolding, which was just magnificent to see that played live. I have played four tracks from the album on the show over the last year, but over time, this next song has already grown on me and I haven't played it on the show before. It's called Part Cloud. I'm going to play that for you in a moment. But before I do, let me just say thank you so much for listening. I hope that you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye. Bye.